I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal. And this is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, July 18th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, Peak Pal. So in the age of TikTok, musicians are leaning into simple and repetitive songs that are scientifically proven to get stuck in your head. You can think Miley Cyrus's Flowers as an example of that. But if you are sick of that latest earworm, here's how to shake a tune from your noodle per wire. So one, you can learn the whole song. When you only know one part, that's the bit that gets stuck. You can diversify your playlist with lots of variety. You're less likely to hold on to one tune. And you can mix up the lyrics, strategically replace words in the song to mess up the lyrics. Jay, are you going to try this? Is there a song that's been stuck in your head of late? There is. I don't even want to say what song it is for fear of embarrassment, but also I just kicked it as we started doing this podcast. So I do, this happens to me constantly, constantly. I actually wake up in the middle of the night thinking about the song. So that's how deep it is. So I will try anything, but these things, I mean, I love Wired. These things will not work for me. I've tried these things. I've never been mad about having a song in my head. It's just like a thing that happens and doesn't really bother or annoy me in any way. I can say that one song that I recently had in my head was Waffle House by the Jonas Brothers, okay, which has That's a very good. catchy chorus. And so that was one. But yeah, it's never been a problem. Like I've never been like, oh, I got to figure out how to get this out of my head. It's like, oh, it's like a thing that happens and that's okay. Well, if you need some inspiration, don't worry, Brett, you can buy yourself flowers. Yeah, you see, see, see what I that, was there? Good, that was great. Thanks. That was one of the best moments on the podcast. Oh, Brett, aside from earworms, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, millions across North America under air quality advisory. For our second story, little relief for big global debt. And for our last story, Nike cuts ties with Hockey Canada. For our first story, as Canadian wildfires place millions of Americans under air quality advisories again this week, Get ready for our southern neighbors to get mad at us all over again. We're going to blame it on Canada, Brett. What is the latest? So per CNN, about 70 million people from New York all the way to Montana could be under air quality advisories as Canadian wildfires spread toward the border. Now, on Sunday, the Canadian military was deployed in B.C. to help local authorities fight roughly 380 fires. Canada is on track for its worst wildfire season in recorded history, having already burned through nearly 25 million acres and totaled a billion dollars in firefighting costs alone. And this all matters because the economic costs are piling up as high temperatures continue to exacerbate the fires. Nearly 900 forest fires are estimated to be burning nationwide, most of which are categorized as quote-unquote out of control by the Canadian Interagency Forest Fire Centre. Now to zoom out... Temperatures will continue to hit dangerous highs across America, Europe, and China this week. See, it's not just us. Over the weekend, wildfires also broke out in Greece and Spain, forcing evacuations, while California saw a high of 53 degrees centimeter. Not centimeter. Celtitude. There you go. I don't know how I got that wrong. It's like (laughs) something wrong with me today. Three degrees short of a world record. Celsius. Celtitude. There you go. For our second story, if you ask U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, the debt problems facing low-income countries are a problem for the global economy. Jay, do you want to tie this all together for us? Sure, but just note that I am no economist, and Janet Yellen is, but here we go. The world's wealthiest countries are reportedly dragging their feet on restructuring the mounting debt load they're owed by low-income countries, this according to Reuters. The first day of a finance meeting between G20 countries failed to deliver a plan to help out those struggling countries. And several finance ministers, they didn't even show up, Jay. They're so busy. And it matters because high interest rates around the world have put highly indebted nations in a bad spot, creating a cycle in which debt loads can scare away public and private investment. 
The world's 91 poorest countries will spend 16% of their government revenues servicing foreign debt this year, per the Financial Times. Now to catch you up, Yellen's idea was to urge G20 nations to let low-income countries restructure their debt and provide borrowers with clarity about how such restructuring plans should work. She said a recent deal between Zambia's creditors, mostly China, to pay the $6.3 billion USD in debt should be an example for helping nations like Ghana and Sri Lanka. The suggestion failed to pick up traction with ministers in attendance from Canada, Japan, Australia, Indonesia, South Korea, South Africa, and the U.S., and India. And here's the bottom line. As G20 nations face their unique economic challenges from high inflation in Argentina to riots all the way in France, they're opting to put their own oxygen masks on first. For our third story, Nike is calling it quits on a 20-year relationship with Hockey Canada. Here's what's happening, Peak Pals. Nike has permanently ended its sponsorship of Hockey Canada as the organization continues to try to save its reputation and bank balance for that matter, following blowback from corporations and fans over its mishandling of a sexual assault scandal last year. An investigation by the Global Mail revealed Hockey Canada used player fees from across the organization to create a fund for settling sexual assault claims. Now, to catch you up, Nike suspended its sponsorship when Hockey Canada initially came under fire last summer. Top-tier sponsors like Esso, Tim Hortons, and Telus also chose to pause their sponsorships, while other heavy hitters like Canadian Tire and Sobeys also headed for the exit. And it matters because Hockey Canada depends on corporate sponsors for almost half of its revenue and would quickly feel the pinch if more companies decide to follow suit. But Bauer Hockey reinstated its partnership with Hockey Canada earlier this month after the organization named Catherine Henderson as its new president and CEO. Bauer expressed confidence in the new direction of the organization, or organization, as the case may be, signaling a path forward for brands to align with a damaged but healing Hockey Canada brand. And here's the bottom line. In a hyper-competitive sports sponsorship market worth about $63.74 billion, non-hockey brands particularly will have to decide if Hockey Canada has done enough reputation repair for any sponsorship deal to make financial sense. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett, and have a great day, Peak Pals. Peak Pals.